following is another Classic Hit Sports presentation. KKPR Sports presents High School Basketball. Rebound brought down by Lauren Strubing. And the Bearcats up the floor quickly as well. Rost transition three and we're tied. Mariah Rost with eight points here in the fourth quarter. This afternoon, the Carney Bearcats travel to the Metro to battle the state-raided Millard North Mustangs. High School Basketball on KKPR is brought to you by the Classic Hit Sports Club. Hall underneath, Burling grabs it, knocked away, Coster. Coster stripped him as he went up for the shot. Cannon brings it to midcourt, gets around Hall, three on two, four on two, all the way. It's good. Carney High has a quick turnaround after last night's game with Lincoln Southeast, while Miller North stayed close to home with games at Omaha Northwest. It's the Mustangs and Bearcats coming up next, but first, New Tech Seed pregame show. We'll take you live to Miller North High School with KK Bears Sports Editor Doug Duda right after this word with New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. The undisputed Midwest yield leader. And good afternoon once again, everyone, from Miller North High School. It's time for Carney Bearcat basketball as the Bearcats and Mustangs meet today to wrap up the weekend of activity. The Carney High boys come in on a four-game winning streak after thumping Lincoln Southeast last night, 66-41, to while Miller North is coming in off of a 57-51 win, maybe a little tighter than we would have thought, over 2-9 and nine, Omaha Northwest. But Miller North... Playing some pretty good basketball so far this season, and uh, they are looking to uh, extend a little bit of a winning streak here. They've lost to Papio. They've lost to Omaha North. And then they uh, got beat up pretty good by Omaha Burke. Their wins this year include one over Lincoln East and Omaha Central in overtime, but those were early on. They haven't had as much success against pretty good teams lately except for beating Omaha North 74-72. They got it handed to them by Burke. The next night they come home and they beat North. So... A team here for Coach Cannon that's been very up and down. For the Bearcats, they started 1-3 and and have won 7 of their last 8 with that only loss coming to Norfolk in the GNAC Championship. The girls' game, Carney had their 6-game winning streak snapped by 5th-ranked Miller North, 42-35. to And only 4 players scored in the game for Carney, led by Alexis Mishu with 14. The Carney Catholic girls beat St. Cecilia this afternoon, 40-35. to The boys' game is currently airing. On ESPN 1460 and 1550, and the NFL playoffs are underway. At the half, the Atlanta Falcons 19, and the Seattle Seahawks 10. Also earlier today, the Nebraska men's basketball team fell at Michigan 91-85, despite shooting 56% from the field, and Ty Webster with a career-high 28 points and 9 rebounds. We'll take a break on the New Tech Seed pregame show. Look at the starting lineup for the Bearcats in Millard North right after this. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit newtech at yieldleader.com. The undisputed Midwest yield leader. 
For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Time now for the starting line. It's brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. First off for Millard North, number 11, 5'11", sophomore guard, Jake Rusoff. Number 23, 6'5", sophomore, Brett Porter. Number 25, 6'4", junior, Nick Ferrini. Number 33, 6'3", senior, Jack Begley. And number 43, 6'7", senior, Carter Larson. Larson averages 12 points a game. And just about four and a half rebounds per contest. Farini is the leading scorer at 17 and a half points. Head coach is Tim Cannon, assisted by Mike Etzelbiller, Andy Hahn, among others. They are ranked eighth at eight and three. For Carney High, number three, six-one senior Jake Techbuyer. Number 11, 5'9", senior Trey Clevenger. Number 24, 6'2", senior Ryan Kosky. Number 43, 6'6", sophomore Shiloh Robinson coming off the 22-point, 11-rebound performance last night. And the Bearcats' leading score, number 44, 6'3", junior Cannon Coster. The Bearcats are coached by Drake Baronic, assisted by Jim Moran, Mitch Olson, Alex Thayer, Jake Waller, Keaton Klemek, and Ryan Milks. 7-4 and four on the season. The starting line is brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank. And Kearney will tip it off next. Five Points Bank. We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring and being involved in the community and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. The bank with a true Kearney connection. Good things will happen. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth Our for ball you. game underway. Carney gets the open. Putting tip underneath the Robinson. He missed it once. He missed it twice. He's able to fight along long enough that Cannon Coster can get the next rebound. You've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show. Brought to you by Terry and Jason Stark of New Tech Seed. They try to get it into Robinson again. And a foul going to be called on Carter Larson trying to step around and knock it away. And that's big. He's the 6'7 senior. Coach Baronic has said a couple of times throughout the season there's guys they want to get in foul trouble on the opposition. And Larson would be one of them. So a much taller team. Then the Bearcats, as they have no one shorter than 6-3 outside of Rushoff in there. Coster will start with a three on the left wing. It's no good, and Rushoff will actually get the long rebound, push the ball up the floor here for Millard North. They'll get it to Larson, who can handle the ball a little bit. And a reach-in foul going to be called on Shiloh Robinson. And that is just as big from the Bearcat perspective because Robinson cannot get in foul trouble. There's really nobody else that's a true, true post player. Coster plays down there, but... He's not a true post player like Robinson, and he has been in foul trouble, been doing better lately. They get it into Larson, 360 move in the paint. One-hand jumper is up and in for Carter Larson, and Millard North has the first points of the basketball game. 
Halftime, Hastings St. Cecilia boys lead Kearney Catholic 30-28 to on ESPN Radio. Here's Koski, right elbow, up top to Clevenger. Swings it over to Techmeyer, got it inside the defender, gets by Larson, trying to hand it off to Robinson, dropped it, got it back, missed the layup, and the rebound brought down by Larson. Larson came out, Robinson was open, just didn't get it cleanly, and Miller North will run it up the floor. Larson for three, he'll hit the front of the iron, no good. The rebound brought down by Cannon Coster. And they will slow it up with Clevenger. Back to Coster. Miller North playing man-to-man defense here. As Techmeyer had it up top. Larson switched off and nobody went and took Robinson. But Techmeyer couldn't see over the big 6-7 senior. And brings it back out. So two minutes in. The girls got off to a good start but didn't score a lot of points here. A slow start offensively. Two minutes in. Only 2 nothing. Koski up top, again trying to get it down to Robinson, working on Larson, trying to make some room, forces a shot but scores and draws the foul. Shiloh Robinson just got the second foul called on Carter Larson. And there's only two minutes gone here, and so Coach Cannon's got to go to the bench and pull him. Nick Edwards, the 6'6 senior, not a whole lot of difference there. But Larson looked like he was ready to play, and it's the second foul at the six-minute mark of the first quarter. Robinson's free throw is good, so Shiloh's able to complete the three-point play, and Carney takes the lead at 3-2. to two. They'll put on a little zone trap. Miller North tries to throw over the top of it. Cannon Coster picks it off. Coster comes into the lane. Doesn't have numbers because it was such a quick turnover. Up top, Techmeyer, long three all net. Jake Techmeyer buries the three-pointer, and Carney... 6-2, to two. let's see if they can really carry some momentum here off that second foul, and they trap the little point guard, Jake Ruschhoff, and I say little because he's the smallest man on the floor. They turn it over underneath the Robinson. He'll score. Shiloh with five, and the Kearney defense, they trap him in the corner again, and Miller North's got to call a timeout. Boy, an experienced top-ten team like Miller North just throwing it into the volcano and have to call the 32nd timeout. 5.27 to go here in the first quarter of play. It's Carney 8, Millard North 2. Buzz's Marine knows that boat buying may not be on the top of your mind right now. But if you want first pick on their 2017 inventory or want to special order a new boat and have it ready for spring, stop into Buzz's Marine and check out the full lineup of Larson FX fishing boats or the new Four Winds RS SS 230s. They also have great buys on pontoons and tritunes. Buzz's offers competitive no-hassle financing for new and pre-owned boats, so it's one-stop shopping. The best dealer between Denver and Omaha. Find out more online at buzzesmarine.com. Buzz's Marine. South Central Avenue. Carney. After a slow start in the first two minutes for Carney High, in about 35 seconds, they score eight points, force a couple of turnovers, and lead it eight to two. Miller North out of the timeout. Brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. We'll get it into Jack Begley. Right back to Brett Porter, six-five sophomore. Will handle the basketball, guarded by Tech Meyer, the Bearcat man-to-man. Over to Rushoff. Well out there, Tech Meyer switches to get on him. Throws back against the grain to Porter. Porter attacks left baseline. Double clutch off the glass and in. Brett Porter, you've got some big guys that can handle the basketball, as Coach Baronic told us in the postgame last night against Lincoln Southeast. Here's Koski at the free throw line. Out to Techmeyer. Ball fake three. Got the defender Porter to go in the air. Swings it over to Coster. Back up top, Clevenger. Drop step drive. Back to Cannon for the three. It's no good. Long rebound comes out to Jack Begley, who was guarding Cannon Coster but does not sprint it out, so he'll fire it off to Nick Edwards back up top to Begley. 8-4 Bearcats, 4.40 to go here in the first quarter on the road on KKPR-FM, Carney Hastings Grand Island, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. 
Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance as the Mustangs fire a three with Rushoff. It is no good. And another rebound for Shiloh Robinson, his third here in the early going. Clevenger brings it up on the right side. Well out. He'll skip it back and forth with Techmeyer. Now on the wing to Costner. Good ball movement. Techmeyer tries another three. Gets another three. Two for two for the senior, Jake Techmeyer. And the Bearcats up 11 to four. Put that pressure on again. They cannot trap Farini, but they knock it away. Another turnover. Three on two to Clevenger underneath, and Trey will score. So Farini, who averages over 17 points a game, he hasn't even got a look. And the Bearcats are up by nine off to another good start. They've had a lot of good starts this year. Sometimes those good starts don't finish in the second half. They've been to a couple overtime games with those. Farini for three. That is off the iron. No good. Robinson grabs the rebound. And the Bearcats continue to move up the floor with Techmeyer. Coster into the corner. Koski. Ryan doesn't want the shot. Jump pass back out to Koster, who's been very patient the last couple of games here. But Cannon on the skip pass to Koski. Tries baseline. Takes it hard to the rack. And a foul down low on Nick Edwards. I think he was surprised that he brought the ball right at him. And so the... First two fouls, one on Larson. His replacement, Edwards, gets the next one. And Ryan Koski will go to the line to shoot two. The free throw on the way. It's good. And the Bearcats with an early 10-point lead. 14-4. And the Bearcats will bring in Carson Schwartz. Started the first couple weeks of the game. Then Clevenger took over. But they basically switched time as Trey... Checks out of the ball game with 3.16 to go in the first. And now the second free throw by Koski. On the way, and it is good. So Ryan hits them both, and the Bearcats up by 11, 15-4. Robinson guards the inbounds pass. Millard North has brought Korthok into the game. He is a 6'3 senior, and he will bring the ball across the timeline. Over to Farini. Starts the drive on a fake three, stops at the left elbow, swings it over to the right-hand corner, nothing there. Now they get it inside to Thock. He bobbles it, regains control, and lays it up and in. Sakor Thock breaks the drought here as Carney hustles back the other way. Techmeyer took it right at Farini, who did the flop, but it was good enough to make Techmeyer miss, and then Jake makes a little touch foul in the backcourt. And that'll be his first personal foul of the game. Second foul on Carney High, and they're going to go to the bench and run in Sam Straka, 6'2 junior, gives Shiloh Robinson a little bit of a breather here. With Carlson on the bench with those fouls, or Larson, excuse me, on the bench with those fouls for Millard North. Farini takes the inbounds pass. Again, he averages 17.5 points a game, missed a couple of early shots. Porter gets about 12. The big fellow Larson gets about 12. 15 to 6, Carney. Farini with it on the right wing. Trying to switch. Coster takes him on. Top of the key to Rushoff. Swings it over to Thok. Thok kind of dribbles in place against Strachan. Dumps it into the left-hand corner to Nick Edwards. Really the longest possession we've seen in the half court by either team. Thok with it right corner. Calling for it inside is Porter. Leading on him is Koski. Porter comes out and takes a fadeaway jumper from 10. It doesn't catch anything but an offensive putback. Rolls off the rim by... Edwards and Coster will grab the rebound. The air ball fell right into Millard North's hands, and they couldn't get that to go either. So some tough luck there for the Mustang. Schwartz top of the key to Techmeyer. 
Carney High looking to extend the lead up by nine. Over to Schwartz, dribbles into the double team, now picks the dribble up in the right-hand corner, quickly gets it out of there, Straka between the circles to Techmeyer, guarded by Free, back over to Coster. Cannon, guarded by Thock, wants to take him to the rack, draws the double team, back out to Techmeyer for the three, it's good, perfectly executed by Cannon Coster. He knew that as soon as he drove, Farini would come double down, and he kicked it right back out to Jake, and Jake has hit three threes in the first quarter, and the Bearcats up by a dozen at 18-6. to Farini in the front court gives it to Thok, and they'll reverse it over to uh, Rushoff. Off the pick and roll, they'll drop it down to Porter. Porter's a long way away, throws up a shot that barely got to the rim, and Koski grabs the rebound. Bearcats outlet two on one. Straka tried to get it to Techmeyer, but Porter hustled back and picked it off. The first turnover of the game for Carney with a minute to go in the first. And we've got a foul on Thock as he was trying to make a jump pass. Looks like it's on Straka. That'll be the first on Sam, the third on the Bearcats. But Carney, a good first quarter. Millard North will bring Tilo Kang in, a 6'2 junior. And for Carney, Joaquim Robinson will come in, the older of the two brothers, at 6'3 senior. 51 seconds to go in the first. Carney 18, Millard North 6. And North tries to lob it down low, and the pass goes off the one handed attempt of Nick Edwards. He kind of come off the screen or stubbed his toe. He was off balance, and so he tried to catch it with one hand, and that did not work. The fourth turnover for the Mustangs, and now Shiloh comes back in for the Bearcats with 45 seconds to go. Carson Schwartz up the floor to Trey Clevenger, who also came in at the break. Techmeyer's in there with Coster and Robinson. Over to Cannon on the right side of the key. Penetrates to the high post. Back out to Clevenger. 30 seconds to go in the quarter. Trey off the screen. Passes on the shot. Schwartz down low to Robinson. They double him. He's going to try and get it out of there. Now they come off of him, so he puts the baby hook up and in. Shiloh with seven in the first quarter off the 22-point performance last night. And the Bearcats continue to extend the lead. 12 seconds to go in the quarter. They get it over to Kang. He comes down the lane. The floater is no good. Robinson has the rebound. Still seven seconds for the Bearcats. Up to Techmeyer. Two on two. Takes it in. Puts it up. He'll score. And that's the end of the first quarter. And what a quarter it was for Carney. They didn't score in the first two minutes. They were down two to nothing. And we go to the second quarter. Carney 22 and Millard North 6 here on Classic Hits. Car insurance isn't about the car. It's about the precious cargo the car carries. It's about providing security and confidence that if an accident occurs, you'll be protected. I'm Dave Challey of Barney Insurance. As a local independent agent, we can design an insurance program that's just right for you and your family, providing safe, sound, secure insurance protection from auto owners insurance. Stop by or give us a call. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. Welcome back to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth with our producer engineer Stacy Johns, Doug Duda here at Miller North, Nebraska Land National Bank, local people, local decisions, local ownership, member FDIC. An impressive first quarter last night. Carney led 
Lincoln Southeast 19-5. Tonight, they lead Millard North 22-6 at the end of one quarter of play. It will be Millard North with the basketball. Mid-third quarter on ESPN Radio, St. Cecilia leads Kearney Catholic 35-30. St. Cecilia fell in the girls' game today to Kearney Catholic 42-35. In the NFL, Falcons have just scored again to go up 25-10 on the Seahawks with just over nine minutes to go in the third quarter. So let's see with Miller North had some early foul problems, if they can get things going here with Carter Larson, their big center, Back in after two early fouls. He sat the last six minutes. He's got it. He's trapped by Coster, and Robinson has to throw it up top to Porter. Comes down the lane. Has a shot blocked by Robinson. Got it back. Tries again. No good. Coster will yank down the rebound here for the Bearcats. And then Carney dropped the ball out of bounds. And that is only their second turnover. Millard North has four in the game. And if Millard North wanted to shut down Cannon Coster, they did that. He didn't score in the first quarter, but Jake Techmeyer hit three threes, got 11 points. Robinson had seven to account for 18 to the 22 points. Millard North, three players that each have a bucket. Carney I also won the battle of the boards 9-5. to Rushoff with it. Bearcats staying in a man-to-man. Robinson battling down there with Larson. Jump stop around him. No good. Rebound brought down by Coster. Coster and Robinson each have five boards here for the Bearcats. Outlet Clevenger. Front court right side hits the trailer and Coster, who dribbles to the right side, wants to get it back to Trey. Clevenger, left-hand dribble, crosses over and fires it to Koski. Koski between the circles over to Coster. Back cut, Techmeyer takes it inside. There was going to be a charge, so he left it off for Robinson, and he scored. That is a big play by Jake Techmeyer that goes nowhere except for an assist, but he was going to have to make contact with Carter Larson and... Here in Omaha, when your big guy has two fouls, you knew it would have been a charge, and he makes the smart play, dishes it off, and Carney High able to score. Good pressure in the backcourt again. Clevenger thought that he was going to get the call here on the tipped out-of-bounds pass. Nick Ferrarini comes in for Millard North again, their leading score. Hasn't scored yet. 24-6. Carney with the lead. Six and a half to go in the second quarter. Farini's just going to make it work himself. 360 in the lane, no good. Rebound brought down by Larson. He falls down, drops the basketball, and the Millard North Mustangs turn it over for the fifth time, and the Bearcats want to run. Koski, nobody picked him up, drives back out to Coster, who comes down the baseline. There's Robinson again. It's money. Shiloh's scoring a lot, but I know he'd say he's getting the ball a lot, too. Great play on the assist by Cannon Coster. Now a long throw into the deep corner to Core Thock. Thock wants to take it in, does, makes a nice jump stop. Then Coster swats it off the glass. Picked back up, though, by Theo Lang. Kang can't get it to go, and Coster will get the rebound. Nothing falling right now as Robinson tries to go coast to coast. He does. The shot is no good. Rebound. Koski, no good. Robinson, yes. Millard North needs a timeout, folks. They are getting out everything right now. This is an avalanche falling on the Mustangs. 28-6. to Has to be similar to what we saw against Scott's Bluff, and now the timeout from veteran coach Tim Cannon. He needs more than 30 seconds, but he's going to take a 30. 5.27 to go here in the second quarter of play. It's Kearney 28, Millard North 6. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. It's a new day here at Long John Silver's. 
Together we're charting a new course forward. How? It's more than great tasting, sustainably harvested seafood. We're bringing a renewed energy to better restaurant and guest experiences. Fun and innovative new meal options and, of course, great value. We're glad you're on the journey with us. If you haven't stopped by lately, we hope you will. We'll be happy to see you and hope you and your family enjoy a seafood meal that will have you ringing the captain's bell on your way out. Long John Silver's, South 2nd Avenue in Kearney. Pretty impressive start for Carney High. A Sarah Care Hospice, a special place for all those that need the help. Moments that matter. Carney, Grand Island, and York serving all the Tri Cities and beyond. A Sarah Care Hospice will take care of your loved ones when they need the right care at the right time. And Carney High is taking care of business here on the road. 28 to 6. And Miller North, 8 and 3 on the season, ranked 8th in the state. This would be a huge win for the Kearney Bearcats. There's a long way to go, but a good start for Kearney, and we have got a violation on an offensive screen away from the ball, and that's going to go on Tilo Kang, his first and the fourth on Millard North. So even something as trivial as that, not going the way of the Mustangs. Carney High basketball, Clevenger working on Rushoff. Gives it off to Koski against the man-to-man. Sees Koster on the weak side. He'll take his man off the screen to Tech Meyer. Another three. That one is no good. And the rebound brought down by Carter Larson. Carney three of six from the outside. All three makes coming from Jake Tech Meyer. Top of the key with it is Thock. Over on the right wing, gets it to Ferrarini, drives on Koski, then steps back from 15. It's no good. Koster will get the rebound, his seventh, and he still hasn't scored. He'll give it to Koski on the left wing, brings it to the high post, Cannon top of the circle, decides he wants to drive, and he scores, but before that, he is fouled. Again, grabbed up there as he put the ball on the floor. So the foul is going to be called on Korthok, his first 15 foul. And it'll be Bearcat basketball underneath their own hoop. Carson Schwartz comes in for Clevenger. And coming in for Millard North, Jack Begley returns. Carney ball underneath their own hoop. They'll throw it all the way out top to Schwartz. Over to Coster, back up top to Carson. High post, they get it to Robinson, back to Cannon. Open three, in and out, and tipped out to Farinini. His first board of the game. Up the floor with it will be Rushoff. He's quick. He can really handle the ball. That's why he's got the start as a sophomore. He'll dish it off to Porter, who finally gets some points on the board here for Millard North. Right down the paint. Finger rolled it over the front of the rim. 28-8. to Carney high. Robinson again bumped underneath. Oh, he got mugged. No call. But he's able to save the basketball. It scored. Porter was falling out of bounds, so he just threw it back into the court of play, and Robinson said, thank you very much, and it's 30-8. to As we come to the other end, Farinini's going to try the same thing. He drives it, literally rolls off the rim. It sets on the front and says it's just not going in. Eighth board for Robinson to Coster, who takes it down, and Carney's just out hustling Millard North. Cannon with his first bucket of the basketball game, 32-8, to and a foul on the Bearcats in transition here. Their fourth team foul. And it's going to be on Koski, his first. Checking back in, Joaquin Robinson for Coach Drake Baranek. Coming up at half, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We'll take a look at the first half stats, talk with Carney Coach Jason Boyd. The Lady Bearcats had their six-game winning streak snap 42-35. to It was the second lowest points for both teams on the season. 
Here's a three in the corner for Ben Porter. Off the mark, no good. Rebound brought down by Koski. 0 of 4 for Millard North from outside the arc. A little trouble in the backcourt, but Carney able to bring it up. Looking for Schwartz in the left-hand corner. They'll reverse it back up top to Koski instead. Three minutes to go before halftime. It is 32-8. The Bearcats lead it. The Mustangs average 63 points a game. Carney 61. Techmeyer up top to Koski. Tried to lob it in to Koster, but overshot him. And out of bounds. That'll be the third Bearcat turnover. And now Carter Larson will come back in. Coach Cannon going to be a little cautious with him. He got two fouls in the first two minutes. He sat the rest of the first quarter, and he's been able to play a little bit here in the second quarter without getting dinged again. So he's played him offense-defense the last couple of buzzers, but you're down 24. You probably need him in there. Rushoff with it over on the left wing. They'll get it to Farinini. Top of the circle to Begley. Right wing to Rushoff. That's the weak side. Off a couple of screens, they get it up top for Porter. Can't get the three. Starts to drive. High post backs up. Pushes off on Koski. Shot from the right hand is short, and it goes out of bounds. He didn't have much form left after he pushed off on Koski. He was off balance, and it's Bearcat basketball. And back in Clevenger and Shiloh Robinson, while Joaquim and Koski will come out. And another timeout going to be called here by Millard North. All they have left are full-length timeouts. They've got two remaining now with 2.26 to go in the first half. Carney 32, Millard North 8. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Have you ever seen a rusty fish? That question illustrates the point that the same way scales protect a fish from his environment, the bullet spray on bed liners from the dent popper protect your pickup bed. No rust, no dents, no scratches, no chemical corrosion. So your truck has a longer work life and holds its value longer, reduces load slippage. And here's a bonus, it quiets the ride. See the dent popper north of Railroad on 1st, on the Bricks, downtown Kearney, and get a free estimate for a bullet spray on bed liner. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck. Hastings College women, a winner at Dort today, 83-65. to Wednesday, they go to Doan. Right now, the men's game is airing on 1230 AM KHAS. Get you a score on that here in just a moment. Right now, we come back to action at Millard North High School with Carney High leading but turning it over on the inbounds, and Farinini's able to take it in and score and draw the foul on Carson Schwartz. And that's the most positive thing that's happened for Millard North since the first two minutes of the game. Farinini with his first bucket of the ball game. Carney 32, Millard North 10, 2.17 to go in the first half. And the free throw, Farinini, up and in. So he'll complete the three-point play on the first free throw attempted of the game. But a Mustangs put on a little trap in the backcourt. Carney High handled it early. Skip it over the top to Techmeyer. Three-on-three right corner to Coster. Back out after the fake three. Over to Carson Schwartz. Robinson bouncing on Larson down low. Shiloh drop step. Turnaround jumper. Boy, he's getting good. Shiloh, 10 in the quarter, 17 in the game. 
He's got 10 of the 12 points that they've scored here. Larson's going to take a three over Robinson. It is no good. The offensive rebound, though, is Jack Begley back up and in. So back-to-back buckets for Miller North for the first time, and Carney High runs into some trouble in the backcourt, so Coach Baronic going to call the 32nd timeout. Their first of the game brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take time out to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member FDIC, Carney 34, Millard North 13. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. With our producer engineer, Stacy Johns, Doug Duda back with you. I want to say again a big thank you to all the fine folks here at Millard North. By the way, we have a final on the Hastings men. They fall today to Dort 97-83. to Here it's Bearcat basketball trying to lob it down to Robinson. Was the ball tipped? They say yes, it was. Just a finger graze on it from Carter Larson. So it'll be Bearcat basketball underneath their own hoop, leading it 34-13. They were up 22-6 after one. Techmeyer to throw it in. Looking, not what he wanted, so Coster will pop out top, take it. Larson's on him, so that means Robinson's got a mismatch. They're trying to set him up. They get it to him, but he couldn't handle the low bounce pass. Now Carney High has turned it over a couple of times, but it's taken back by Schwartz. He attacks the hoop, no good. Koski the follow, no good. And we'll head the other way. Rebound brought down by Brett Porter. He's got a top of the circle. They'll rotate it around to Rushoff, who tries the three, and Jake hits it. And then there was a shoe that came off during all that, so the official blows it dead so that they can get the shoe back on. But that's the first three of the game for Miller North, and maybe the Mustangs have woke up here a little bit. 34-16, a minute to go. Carney just wants to get to halftime now without any mistakes, but they make one here, and a foul on Carson Schwartz as the pass was picked off by Jack Begley. And for Carson, that'll be his second, but Carney... Four turnovers in their last six possessions. They'd been clean until then, and now Clevenger comes in for Schwartz. It is the sixth foul on the Bearcats. And it'll mean Millard North will throw it in at midcourt. And Larson sets back down. 50 seconds to go. Millard North spreading the floor, but why would you play for one? Down 18, so I don't think they are. They're just trying to... Get an opening here against the Carney High zone. Farinini will fire the three. It comes up short, no good. And Koski will grab his fifth rebound of the game. He'll get it out to Clevenger, who pushes it up the floor against numbers. So he'll kick it back out to Techmeyer. 25 seconds, and here you would think Carney would play for the last shot. Sometimes it looks like they're playing for it, then all of a sudden, at about the 10-second mark, they'll make a move and get an easy bucket. Clevenger guarded closely at the top of the circle by Edwards. Ten seconds, still with the dribble, over to Coster off the screen, left side. Cannon, he's doubled, dumps it into Robinson, into the corner. Clevenger, Trey, a three, off the iron, no good. Robinson fouled on the rebound with a half second left. Shiloh Robinson, the last two nights playing like an all-stater. And he will go to the line here to shoot two. 
He already has 10 in the quarter, 17 in the first half. The foul was whistled on Brett Porter. His first and Shiloh's free throw is no good. Not the best free throw shooter in the state, and he showed that a little bit again last night, but that's about all that hasn't went his way. Again, there's only a half second, so see if he can knock it home and get to the halftime locker room, and he does. Millard North will baseball pass it down the floor, and they do touch it, so it is halftime. If that ran out of bounds, Carney would have got it underneath their own hoop. But what a performance after the first two minutes of this first half by Carney High. It's the Bearcats, 35, and the Millard North Mustangs, 16. We'll be back with the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report, a look at the first-half stats, a chat with Kearney girls coach Jason Boyd, and more here on KKPR-FM. Kearney, Grand Island Hastings, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Kearney Hastings, Holdridge, and Lex. Searching for new ways to increase the net revenue on your farm? Aurora Cooperative and Syngenta have paired up to create two unique opportunities for our owner customers that help them achieve more profit on every acre. The Enogen and Grower Advantage programs allow customers to receive additional premiums on their corn bushels. With the Enogen program, growers can receive a 33 to 50 cent premium, while the Grower Advantage program allows customers to receive a 10 cent premium when they use NK brand seed corn and Syngenta crop protection products. Contact your Aurora Cooperative sales agronomist to see what programs and premiums are available in your area. Aurora Cooperative, putting owner's equity work for your farm, your cooperative in your future. The Midwinter Cabin Fever Reliever is here. The 10th Annual Heartland Hoops Classic, February 11th, with eight hand-picked quality high school basketball matchups, including Papillion La Vista versus Sunrise Christian Academy, a nationally known team out of Wichita. Area teams include Grand Island Central Catholic, Gothenburg, York, St. Cecilia, and Aurora. Get day-long admission for one low price at Ticketmaster. The Heartland Hoops Classic. First tip-off at 9 a.m. Feature game tip-off at 9.15 p.m. Saturday, February 11th. Be there. The University of Nebraska at Kearney is ready to make a difference for you. Here, you'll get a quality education and graduate on time with less debt. You'll also have an unforgettable college experience. Join a club, become a leader, make a real difference for yourself and others. Choosing the right college is a big decision. Trust your future with people who care about your success. Choose the University of Nebraska at Kearney because we are difference makers. Visit unk.edu and schedule a campus visit today. Welcome back to Millard North, along with our producer-engineer, Stacy Johns. I'm Doug Duda. This is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation, your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. And it is a surprise here at the boys' game. Carney High up by as many as 22 in the fir- 24 in the first half. Lead it by 19, 35 to 16. Earlier in the girls' game, and yeah, 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 yeah. Stu Pospisil's here, but I don't know if he's working. I think he's just here to eat a hot dog. <laughs> Great seats. Uh, in the girls' game, Millard North uh, able to pull away in the fourth quarter, 42-35 over Kearney, and we say pull away. It just took a little bit of a run, kind of the whole game. Kearney never had the lead, and Coach Jason Boyd joins us, and Coach, you never had the lead, but... You can tell me when you watch the film, it had to be at least 15 possessions where you could have took the lead and didn't score on any of them. But it was the second lowest output for both teams. So do you look at this as a defensive game or did you look at it as maybe uh, a little disappointing that you couldn't win the game? Well, yeah, I mean, you're disappointed you didn't win. I mean, down the stretch, I mean, that's what we talked about, the difference with last night and tonight. We, you know, last night we hit some timely threes in the fourth quarter and tonight, 
You know, we had a couple open looks in the fourth where they go down. I think we're down one. I think right at the very beginning of the fourth quarter, I think Mariah got an open look from the corner and didn't go down, and last night she hit it, you know, and so – and then they go down, and, I mean, their their center hits two threes in the game, hits a big one in the corner in the fourth. Um, you know, their their guard, number three, didn't, doesn't shoot it much and, and hit a three. And, and so they got, you know, we defended their, their girls that shoot it well, pretty well. Um, we just happened to be a couple other kids stepped up and hit some big threes for them. You made a change. It looked like this was going to be a, a high-scoring affair early on, which we knew you didn't want. You came out in man and Millard North really did a good job. I mean, they had 12 points in the first four minutes, and then we commented, like, start the fourth quarter. They had 18 the rest of the way when you switched to zone. Just talk about the switch. Well, that seems to happen a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you scout a team, and you think you got, you think you know you're going to start it, and then you switch it up. Uh, that does happen a lot. I mean, and I... I've always been one of those coaches. We have multiple things we can do defensively because we may need to switch it up. And then we had to. They're they're pretty athletic. Um, we knew they had shooters, so we were we were worried about going to uh, two three. I mean, uh, number thirteen for them had uh, had eight threes against uh, Bellevue West this year. I mean, they have some kids that shoot, so we de- we defended them well because I think she she didn't have a ton tonight. I can't remember no, how many Lauren, she ended with. Lauren West, outstanding stuff. She had one three. Yeah, and so we, we got to her in our zone. We do, we actually do a pretty good job, even though it's a two-three zone, of getting out, extending it, getting the shooters. Um, and that's where she kind of 23 got going. She kind of got a high post, drove a little bit on us. And, and so we took our chances with that because their best players really are are uh, their point guard and then and then that 13 who ate threes uh, against Bell West. So so we took our chances with the 2-3, and, and, it, and it kept us in the game. We went on a little run, and to be honest with you, I mean, I'm going, I'm leaving the game going. It was surprising we only had 35 points a little bit. Even halftime, we had 18. We really executed our stuff, and, and I don't know. I know you watch a lot of basketball, but, I mean, if you could tell watching, I would imagine, I mean, we were getting stuff at the rim. We were running sets and getting stuff right at the rim. We were really executing our stuff. Right at, but we scored a lot on our out-of-bounds plays, um, scored a lot on a couple of our sets right at the rim. So it just felt like, you know, in their man, we were getting what we wanted, um, especially the first half. Um, they kind of clamped down a little bit second half, especially fourth quarter, and they, they really – I mean, that's what teams do to us. They're going to they're gonna extend. They're going to run us off the three-point line. They're going to run at Mariah. They're going to make a put on the floor. They're going to run at Kelsey Clark. They're going to deny her like they started doing, and she's, she runs a lot of our stuff and does a great job getting us set up, set into, set into things, and they started trying to take her away in the full court. Um, and I also think they're one two two. We talked to the girls about it. They're doing that half-court trap because we were executing our stuff so bad. So you break it. That's great if you have something, take it. But remember, we're we're getting layups in our half-court stuff. And so remember, get it out if you need to. Um, if you don't have something, get it back out. Let's run something again. And we were getting layups first half, and we struggled with that. I thought they're, they're going back to that for a while in the fourth quarter, especially the first four or five minutes of the fourth quarter what was kind of key. Uh, we struggled with that a little bit. Alexis Mishu was the benefactor of a, a lot of those sets you were talking about. She led the team with 14 points, and uh, 12 of those uh, through about two and a half quarters in the ball game. Obviously, you, coaches don't want to make excuses, but just fill me in on how tired this team was. Uh, you really played six girls. We've talked all week about the week, last night, early game today, but Millard North just kind of dominated the offensive board. Jason Green had a ton of offensive yeah. uh, rebounds and really didn't let you have a lot of possessions in the fourth quarter. Right, and in and that's part of it. We go to 2-3 zone, and, and even though I felt like we were executing our offense, I felt like 
they were running a lot of clock on offense against our zone, too. They were taking yeah. some time to get a good shot, and so that kind of slowed the game down, too, so it probably had something to do with us not scoring a lot. But to be honest, I felt like we had more energy than we did last night. I felt like we were a little bit a little bit more ready to go. I think I think they, I think think they. the kids got some rest. I think a lot of them slept on the way up on the bus, and, uh-huh. uh, and we, it felt like we had a little more energy tonight. Um, I mean, Miller North's a good team. They ranked fifth in the state, and we played right with them, down one at the end of the quarter, and, and the end of the third quarter, and, and had a, and had a shot. You know, we're in the game, and and uh, so you know, I, I'm real proud of our kids, and I think you know we're right where we we want to be at this point in the season right now. Well, we talked about how tough this stretch is, and uh, Lincoln Southwest, a good basketball team, uh, head there on Friday. We'll hear that on ESPN Radio, and then back home Saturday against uh, Lincoln East. So. Uh, Coach, uh, we will see you next weekend and uh, have a safe trip home. Okay. Thanks, Doug. Thanks for thanks for coverage like thanks, always. Man. Jason Boyd, head coach. Carney girls fall today 42-35, to and that puts their record at 8-4. and four. Miller North goes to 9-4. and four. Halftime of the boys game, Carney 35-16. We'll look at the numbers right after this. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. And welcome back to halftime, 35-16, Kearney High with the lead. Let's take a quick look at uh, some of the numbers here for you. Uh, for Kearney High, uh, Jake Techmeyer and Shiloh Robinson have done a majority of the duties. Techmeyer all 11 points in the first quarter. Trey Clevenger, two. Ryan Kosky, two points, five rebounds. Shiloh Robinson, 18 points in the first half and nine rebounds on a block. Cannon Coster, two points, seven rebounds and a block. So at the half, Carney High has 36 points. Excuse me, 35 points for Carney High. So that means 13 there in the second quarter. 35 points, 21 rebounds uh, at the free throw line. They are four of five in the basketball game. And from three-point land, three of eight, six turnovers. Millard North has six turnovers. They are one of seven from three-point land. Have 10 rebounds in the contest. They are one of one at the free throw line. Ruschoff with three, two for Thock, four for Porter, three for their leading scorer, Farinini, two for Begley, and two for Carter Larson. So it's 35 16, Carney High. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report. It will be Carney High basketball to start the second half as well. I want to thank all the fine sponsors for allowing us to bring you high school hoops as we transition right into the third quarter. Now let's see how things change here. If Carney High can kind of keep the momentum. Remember they were up 24. It's down, down to 19, which isn't a, a bad margin to have, obviously. But Miller North started to play a little better over the last three minutes. 
See if Carney works the ball, trying to get it to Robinson again, but this time the bounce pass stays low. Carney started to turn it over in the last couple minutes, so there were a whole bunch of things that would point to Miller North turning it around, but they've got a long way to come. They, their deficit is more than the points that they've scored, and that's usually pretty tough. They've only had 16, and they're down 19. Farinini, as they break the press, get it down to Larson. He goes over the top. Techmeyer tries to take the charge, does get a call. The shot is missed, and the rebound put back up and in by Brett Porter. 35-18, Carney. Fast break, Techmeyer, and then they call in for a charge. I think the one official was going to call block. The other official is going to call charge. That's probably not going to set well with the Bearcats. He didn't get the call at one end, so you knew Techmeyer says, all right, I'm going to go take it at the other end, and they give Jake the charge. That'll be his second. First foul of the half on either team. And again, foul situation, not a problem. Larson had the two early ones for Millard North. Techmeyer, the first Bearcat, with multiple fouls. Millard North will get the ball into the front court with their 5'11 sophomore guard, Jake Ruschhoff. Ruschhoff gets it to Porter at the top of the circle, runs the guard at a 6-5 to Larson in the corner. Carter's going to take a shot from 18 feet and have it blocked. That Koski came out there and actually got a hand on it. Now Coster will bring it up the floor to the trailer. Back out to Robinson, nearly walked with the basketball. North wanted it, and then he'll drive in through two defenders. Tough shot for Shiloh, no good. And Larson will grab his fourth rebound. On the outlet, they'll go deep in the left-hand corner. Farinini, a contested three, and he got it. Nick Farinini with his first three of the basketball game, and the lead's down to 14, folks, 35-21. Here comes Koski in the paint, gives it to Shiloh, right back to Ryan, and he'll hit the four-footer. So the first points of the second half for Carney High, 37-21. But it didn't take a whole lot of time for North to whittle it from 24 to 14, and there's a lot of game left. So Carney High... Can't get in the bus yet. Up top, Techmeyer picks off the pass, goes in for the uncontested layup and back-to-back buckets for Carney High. And that's a little medicine for the way Millard North started this third quarter of play. Techmeyer saw that pass all the way and had the easy layup. So Larson skip pass over to Ruschoff, right corner. Back up Farinini, another long three all net. Nick Farinini starting to warm up. and Maybe he just got to back up to get a shot. As they'll throw some pressure on, Carney throwing over the top of it. It went through Clevenger's hands. He was looking to make a pass, lost the basketball to Farinini, then poking at it, commits the foul. And Coach Baronic now off the bench, starting to direct some traffic of why that shouldn't have been as hard to break the press. Like, as we said, 6'3", 6'5", 6'7", 6'4", out there. So you would try and throw over and around against that tall defense. Not all... 6'10 or anything like that, but definitely taller than the Bearcats. As they'll give it to Porter off a curl screen, top of the key, picked up by Techmeyer. Back over on the wing, Ruschhoff for three, and it's good. Three for three here in the second half for Millard North from beyond the arc, and it's 39-27. The lead is a dozen with full court pressure on. Schwartz, outlet pass, they went for the steal, and Porter's going to be, or is it Larson? It's Larson just picked up his third foul. It looked like he was going to get there in time, but did not. And Carter Larson has picked up his third personal foul with 5-10 to go in the third quarter. But head coach Tim Cannon going to keep him in there. Things are going well right now as Schwartz gets out of the trap. Over to Techmeyer. The tide is turning, and you can sense it here at Millard North. Schwartz brings it out against the man-to-man. Gets it to Techmeyer, guarded by Ruschhoff. Jake should be able to 
get the better of this here, the senior versus the sophomore. All the way out, just dribbling and wasting time right here. Now Rushoff gets up on him. He'll dribble away and use a screen. Robinson takes it 22 feet away from the hoop. Back over. Nothing inside for Robinson. That was the bread and butter in the first half. They'll get it to Schwartz. Drives, kicks it out top for a three, and Techmeyer hits another one. 16 for Jake Techmeyer. Carney 40. Or they just put a two on the board. They just put a two on the board, so we'll say a two-point bucket for Techmeyer. 42-27. Porter up the floor, uses the screen, wrap around to Larson. I don't know how he got it to him, and Carter hits a reverse layup. That was well defended by the Bearcats. Just a nice execution for Miller North. Now Schwartz trap finds Shiloh Robinson. Carney's got numbers. Shiloh wants to dribble all the way in, and he is going to draw the foul on Jack Begley. Shiloh had a beautiful coast-to-coast play last night, and I'm sure that was the vision in his head, but he should have dished it off because Carney had a three-on-one. He was guarded by Begley. The two wings had nobody within 15 feet of him. And so Carney will have to take it out underneath after the foul on Begley. Bearcat basketball underneath, and Techmeyer will throw it in. Looks in the corner for Robinson. He'll take it. That usually means they try to set Techmeyer back up for a three off a screen. Up top, Coster. There comes Jake, but they'll reverse it left side. Dukoski back to Cannon. Coster takes the contested three, and it's all net. That's the first three of the game, just the second bucket of the game for Coster. But he'll take it. The results right now are a 16-point lead, 45-29. Bearcats, 3.40 to go in a third quarter of play. Rushoff, unguarded, comes down the lane, kicks it off on the wing. Now down into the corner, and Porter hits the three. Millard North is three for th- four for four now from three-point land in the third quarter. 45-32, Schwartz brings it across the timeline, gets around the trap. The ball's poked away from behind by Porter. And another turnover for the Bearcats there. Eighth of the game, make it number nine after that one. Farinini into the corner. Didn't like it, kicks it up to Begley. Now to the right side of the key to Bet Porter. Farinini straight away three. They finally missed one. And Techmeyer will grab his first rebound of the game. So one of seven in the first half for Millard North from three-point land. And then they hit their first four before that miss here in the third quarter. 2.45 and ticking here as Techmeyer to the top of the circle. Cannon Coster one-on-one with Begley. Has some room, gives it to Koski, right side of the key against Farinini. Quick reversal, now they lob it into Robinson. Good denial that time, but a foul will be called. Who on, though? In the game was Ben Shoemaker, the 6'5 senior who got a hand on it, but then the ball was loose, and they're going to call him for the continued push-off. His first and the team's third, and now Cor Thock will come in, and Jack Begley will check out for Millard North. Carney ball underneath their own hoop. Coster to throw it in up 13. Lobs it out top to Techmeyer. To Schwartz running through Coster. They're a little late getting it to him. Back out to Schwartz to Jake. Reverse it right side to Koski. Quick ball movement here. Trying to get Robinson open who had 18 in the first half but really hasn't had much of a touch here in the second half as they double down on him and it looked like he had inside position but the pass from Schwartz led him too far and Carney turns it over again. That's their 10th. Millard North has eight turnovers. And back into the ball game, Carter Larson, who's been strapped with foul trouble, had two in the first two minutes and picked up his third early on here in the third. 45-32, Carney High with 2.10 to go. 
in quarter number three. Korthok brings the ball up the floor wide open in the corner for the three is Ruzhoff. It's no good, and Koski will elevate for his sixth rebound of the basketball game. Up to Koster. Cannon with a left-hand dribble, brings it down the left side. The reverse at Techmeyer, draws the double team underneath the Shiloh. He'll score and draw the foul. And Carter Larson might be headed back to the bench. They're catching the Millard North help defense. Robinson is always getting open after whoever's guarding him comes over for help. And 20 points now for Shiloh. And that is the fourth on Larson. The free throw is good, and Larson will check out of the basketball game. Robinson has 21 points, 9 rebounds, and a block shot a night after getting 22 points and 11 rebounds. And now the officials discussing something here. And was there a foul? Not sure what happened down there. They said something to Drake Baronic down on the bench. I don't know if there was a delay a game warning or exactly what happened. Drake's talking to the second official. Whatever it is, there were no points or fouls awarded, and it's 48-32. Carney High with 140 to go here in the third quarter. Porter's got it at the free throw line. Takes a dribble, a fadeaway from 10, no good. Robinson with another double-double, grabbing his 10th rebound outlet to Schwartz. To Coster in the front court, he finds the trailer, Koski, who will stand in the center circle. So Miller North made a little bit of a run here in the quarter. Got it down to 12, but the Cats have it back out to 16 with the ball. Schwartz off the screen, comes into the paint, and they're hanging on him, and it looks like Jake Ruschoff will get his first personal foul. Fourth team foul of the half on Millard North. Carney High was behind 2 to nothing, and then led 22-6 after one, 35-16 at the half. And they were up by as many as 24 at 32-8. to now they'll take it out underneath their own hoop. Lob it out top to Trey Clevenger, who's back in to Koski. Looks like the Bearcats have went back to their original starting five for the final minute 20. Jake Techmeyer. Good crowd on hand. Carney well represented here today. Clevenger looks for the back cut, but Koster is covered and gives it back up top to Techmeyer. Good crossover. Got by his man. Swings it over to Koski. Techmeyer has room. Now decides he will take it in. Bumped as he shoots. Shot is short. Rebound brought down by Core Thock. Thock hustling it up the floor. He'll go in the corner to Farinini. Farinini puts his head down, and he'll drive it in. Eight in the quarter, 11 in the game for Nick Farinini, the leading scorer for the Mustangs. And it's 48-34 with 35 seconds to go in the quarter. Koski avoids the trap, gets it to Techmeyer on the right wing. Back to Koski. They want to play for one, it would appear. And why not? Up 14 over to Clevenger. And the ball kicked as they tried to get it over to Jake. Score update for you. Another great one over at uh, Hastings St. Cecilia, but St. Cecilia holds on to beat Carney Catholic in the boys' game 47 45. In the girls' game, Carney Catholic won 40 35. Here, Millard North won the girls' game over Carney High 42 35. And right now, the Bearcat boys continue to roll 48 34. Last possession of the third quarter, down to 15 seconds. Koski in the right wing. Has room, but kicks it back out to Techmeyer. Left-hand dribble. Off the screen, they get it to Clevenger. Down to Shiloh Robinson. He's trapped underneath. The ball knocked away and stolen at the third-quarter buzzer. 
Miller North actually threw one up from three-quarters court and it hit the bottom of the net. Carney's got to take care of the basketball, and they'll be in business. Bearcats 48, Miller North 34 after three on KKPR-FM, Carney Hastings, Grand Island. It's a new day here at Long John Silver's. Together we're charting a new course forward. How? It's more than great-tasting, sustainably harvested seafood. We're bringing a renewed energy to better restaurant and guest experiences, fun and innovative new meal options, and, of course, great value. We're glad you're on the journey with us. If you haven't stopped by lately, we hope you will. We'll be happy to see you and hope you and your family enjoy a seafood meal that will have you ringing the captain's bell on your way out. Long John Silver's, South 2nd Avenue in Carney. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, see Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. Miller North outscores Kearney High in the third quarter, 18-13. More points in the third than the Mustangs had in the first half. It's time now for our Seeds of Success, brought to you by your Impact Ag partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer. Where can growers turn for the latest weather, market updates, and agronomy information to help get the most out of every acre? It's easy. Pioneer.com and MobilePioneer.com on your smartphone. The great Seeds of Success for a better yield. Start with Pioneer, Millard, North will get the ball to start the fourth quarter. If they can continue to hit threes, they were four out of six last quarter. They can get back in this game, but the ball is going to be taken away. Koski with the steal. Koski to the other end. Koski scores. Just the eighth turnover for Millard North. Six points for Ryan Koski, and those are the kind of plays that will secure a win for Carney High. They need to quit turning it over, and they will be in pretty good shape. They'll have to hit some free throws down the stretch, but they've been okay from that standpoint. Porter behind the back takes a tough drive to the hoop and gets the foul called. It's going to be on Ryan Koski, his second. Again, that is only the third foul of the half on Carney. Five have been whistled on Millard North. This is only the second time that Millard North has even been to the line. Farinini completed a three-point play late in the second quarter. That was the only other time. Porter now, who has nine points, will shoot two, and he's got ten points up and in. Farinini with 11, Porter with 10. For Carney High, Shiloh Robinson with 21, and Jake Techmeyer with 15. Second free throw, Porter, in and out, no good. Ryan Koski's really hit the boards tonight. That is his seventh, and he'll bring the ball up the floor before Tilo Kang makes him give it up. Up to Coster, three in transition, won't go. Halfway down and spits out. Corthot gets the rebound. Carney is four of 10 from three-point land. Coster, only five points, but... He's kind of been more of a decoy tonight. They have not needed his offense. As Porter gets it down low to Larson. Larson steps between the double team and Carter lays it up and in. He's got six, 50 to 37. Carney by 13. The largest lead was 24. Press from the zone trap is on, but Carney's handled it. Techmeyer over to Koski. Step around and back out to Techmeyer. They've got numbers if they get it to the post, which they do. Coster kicks it to Clevenger, but Trey. Really doesn't shoot a lot unless he drives it in or is wide open. So he's not really going to take you one-on-one, as Coster will try to do on core. Thock, he got fouled, and a charge. Looked like Thock got him on the arm, but then it was Coster running over the top of Carter Larson, and Cannon will have his first foul of the game, and the fourth team foul. 
here on Carney High. And uh, getting a little closer with six and a half to go. Again, Carney 22 after one quarter, 28 cents, not horrible. They're on the pace for their average as Brett Porter, one-on-one, takes it strong with the left hand, but he hit the rim of the way up, and Shiloh Robinson will grab his 11th rebound. Carney to Coster. Back out, Techmeyer. How patient will they be? Techmeyer hounded by Porter. Try to double him there with Kang, but he gets rid of the basketball to Trey Clevenger. Back over to Techmeyer. Techmeyer steps through the double team, takes it to the hoop. Off balance, scoop shot goes 17 for Jake Techmeyer. I really think Jake wanted to dish it off, but nobody cut to the hoop, and he ended up in no man's land and got it to fall. Farinini backs his way into the high post, kicks it out to Kang. Tilo in the left-hand corner to Thock. Back out top, Farinini. Now he backs way out there, one-on-one against Clevenger, who's looking for the screen. Screen is set, but not good enough, and then Farinini throws it away. Made a really strong pass to a teammate in Larson that was only about three feet away. And Millard North with their second turnover of the quarter and ninth of the game. Don't forget when we are done, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show with all of the final stats. And timeout on the floor going to be called here by Millard North. They have one remaining. 5.32 to go in the basketball game. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Kearney 52, Millard North 37. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. For food that'll make you stand up and cheer, head to Fanatics. Start with traditional appetizers like mozzarella or breadsticks, or add a little spice to your life with jalapeno poppers. And don't forget the famous wings you can enjoy as appetizers or as a meal itself. Bite into their huge selection of burgers, pizzas, calzones, or sandwiches. With over 30 HDTVs, the bullpen, and their new party room, there's something always going on at Fanatics. Food that will make you stand up and cheer. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney. Don't forget Tri-City Storm Hockey tonight on the Breeze 94.5. After falling last night to Bloomington 3-2, the teams will battle again tonight. Pre-game at 6.45 with the voice of the Storm, David Fine on the Breeze 94.5. NFL football going on on ESPN 14.60 and 15.50. 12.40 to go in the game. The Falcons 29, the Seahawks 13, 12 minutes to go. Here, 527 to go in the game, and then, of course, that will be followed by the Patriots and Texans. The doubleheader tomorrow, 340 kickoff, Cowboys-Packers, and then, of course, the Chiefs and Steelers move to the late-night game. Here's Koski, ball fake out top, drives in, dishes it off to Shiloh, got Larson in the air, and then got fouled. Larson did not commit the foul, but it might have been Farinini who came in there late and racked him on the arm. That is Nick's first personal foul. Great play by Koski. They're really passing the ball well here the last couple of nights. Shiloh will go to the line where he is 3 of 4 on the game tonight. But this one is short and no good. 21 points, 11 rebounds for Shiloh. And one block, he hits this free throw, and it would be the exact same line that he had last night against Southeast. Carney looking to go to 8 and 4. If they do, then Millard North would have the same record, but neither free throw goes. And the rebound brought down by Carter Larson, his fifth. 
Gets it off to Rushoff, who brings it quickly into the front court to Farinini. Miller North, five minutes to go and down 15. On the wing, they'll get it to Rushoff. Trying to look down low for Larson. Robinson hangs on him. Up top to Porter. Larson comes out to the left elbow. Wants to take the shot, just can't pull the trigger. Swings it over to Rushoff. Drives baseline, gets in trouble, and his pass is picked off by Cannon Coster. Third turnover of the quarter for Miller North. So far, Carney High is clean in the fourth. Coster gives it off to Techmeyer. Back up top, Koski. An empty possession that time for Miller North, and they can't afford very many more of those. Up top with it, Koski. And Carney's really just kind of dr- uh, letting the time run out, really bleeding the clock here. Running a lot of weave game up top. If somebody gets open, they'll attack. They've done a good job of having Miller North kind of lose one of their defenders along the way. Koski picks his dribble up, now needs some help, and they'll throw it away. That's the first turnover. Koster came out, and Carney loves those low little bounce passes, and they couldn't corral that one. They were probably a moment away from getting a timeout from Coach Baronic, and then Miller North makes a long pass, and Farinini can't get to it in time, and Carney's going to get the basketball right back. Clevenger up ahead. Ooh, they almost tackle Techmeyer. It was a very hard, hard foul. Some of the Carney fans come to their feet wanting an intentional. If it was a little later in the game, they might have got the intentional. Rushoff with his third personal foul. And at the line to shoot two, Jake Techmeyer, who actually has not been to the line in the game. Haven't had a lot of free throws, but this one from the lefty is no good. Carney's missed their last three now and are five of nine. Miller North just two of three. Techmeyer's second free throw is good. Three in the quarter, 18 in the game for Jake. Four minutes to go. Carney 53 and Miller North 37. Looking better for the Bearcats now. Second half much more evenly played. Bearcats were up by 24 in the first half and 19 at halftime. Farinini one-on-one with Techmeyer. Looks for the screen, not there. Into Larson, turnaround jumper for Carter. Right hand bounces off the rim, no good. That's been the story. Carney shot the ball better. Robinson with another rebound. And a foul will be called on the way up the floor. Just the fifth. Excuse me, it will be a one-and-one. One-and-one. Farinini with the foul. So a one-and-one coming up for Cannon Coster. Looks like it'll probably be his season low unless he starts getting to the line a lot here over the final three-and-a-half. Into the game for Millard North, Jack Begley and Tilo Kang again. But Coach Tim Cannon's boys just got ran over with the momentum in the first quarter and could never recover. I mean, they've recovered to play even, but trying to dig back from 24, yikes. Coster will drain the first free throw attempt of the night for him. The junior now with six points. 54-37, Carney High. The Bearcats, winners of six of their last seven, going to make it seven of their last eight if they can finish this off as Coster knocks it down. 66-41 last night over Southeast. 55-37 here. Farinini kicks it over on the wing. Edwards will try a three. It's no good. Clevenger runs out to get the rebound for the Bearcats. And Trey will bring the ball up the floor. Flying Cannon Coster who gives it to Techmeyer. Our next high school hoops Tuesday. Minden at St. Paul. Next Thursday, the Kearney Bearcat wrestling team will be at Columbus. Two of the top three 
or four dual teams, depending on which rankings you look at. That'll be at 7 o'clock next Thursday. And we do have the Bearcat basketball games next weekend. On ESPN 1460 and 1550, Clevenger putting on a dribbling exhibition. Gives it to Robinson, makes one more pass to Coster. Ball fake, layup, good. Cannon Coster, four in the quarter and nine in the game. And now the lead up to a comfortable 20, even though Farinini hits an NBA three-pointer. He's got 14 in the game. 57-40 to 40 Bearcats with 235 to go against the zone trap. They'll be able to break it. Koski decides instead of taking it in to throw it back out to Cannon Coster. And out around midcourt, Clevenger, nobody on him, so he drives in and then kicks it out. If nobody's on him, they'll kill a little time with that dribble penetration, trying to force it to Coster, somehow works and gets it. And a foul off the floor there called on Nick Edwards. Ninth team foul on the Mustangs. Of course, there's a lot of good rivalry over the years in football between these two teams. And over the last couple years with the schedule opening up where the Metro comes out west, so that the teams in the West will come to the Metro. You're seeing a lot more of each other. And Coster will drain the front end of the 1-1. One one. So Cannon may get to double digits yet. Which he just did with that free throw. He's got 10. And the second free throw now for Coster. Takes his time. Deep breath. And it'll spin all the way around and out. No good. Nick Edwards will grab the rebound here for Millard North. 58-40, to 40. Carney, Perini, Farinini with another deep three, no good. Robinson with the rebound, Shiloh with the quick outlet. Clevenger had a one-on-one, but again, pulls it out to kill some clock. He turned to pass it back, it went to Robinson, who just about fell over with it, got it to Coster, and now another foul. Trying to scrap for the basketball, Nick Edwards, the ball got loose on the floor, he's trying to get the steal and got more arm than ball. So that's the 10th foul of the half. On Millard North. And now Coster will go to the line to shoot two more. Three of four here on the last two trips. Or three trips. Cannon puts it up and in. He scored the last six here for Carney High. Back in is Cortak for Millard North. Millard North, their next two ball games will be at home next Friday and Saturday against Millard West, who won the Metro and Lincoln Southeast. Second free throw is good. So Coster hits them both to make it 60-40. to 40. Seven in the quarter, 12 of the game for Coster. Again, Robinson 21 and Techmeyer 18. Into the ball game is Elliott McCrary. He gets the ball on the left wing, takes the 10-footer, no good. Shiloh grabs his 14th rebound and gets it to Techmeyer. And we'll probably be clearing the bench here in a moment. A timeout will be called by Carney to do just that. With 135 remaining in the ball game, Carney's going to win their eighth game of the season, seven of their last eight. They lead it 60 to 40. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. Well, good crowd on hand. Got to see a lot of familiar faces, whether they're rooting for Carney or whether they're rooting for Millard North. A lot of new faces in there now for the Bearcats. Devin Coble is in. We've got uh, Sam Straka in the game. Brant Barth, 
Joaquin Robinson's back in, and also Brock Marlett, who will take the inbounds pass with a minute 30 to go. Gets it into the hands of Brant Barth. Up top to Marlett, swings it left side, Coble. A lot of the guys scored last night for Carney High in their contest. As they try to get a back cut to Straka, the ball is tipped away. And what a nice play there by Tilo Kang to come up with a basketball. He'll get it all the way down to the block. Turnaround jumper is going to roll in for Ben Lenu. Lenu. Lena hits the bucket. Ben Lena makes it 60-42, to 42, a minute to go. Koba will handle the basketball up to Marlett. Brock kicks it out for a three-pointer, and it's good. Brant Barth. Brant Barth gets in the scorebook down here at Millard North, 63-42. to 42. Millard North got it to 12 after being down 24, but now it's ballooned back up to 21 in the final minute of the game. Talk with it. Again, gets it to the big fella and Lena. Lena goes outside to McCrary. McCrary, one dribble, wants to kick it out top, and it's going to be knocked away by Brant Barth. Barth is going to make the steal, tries to follow one of his or find one of his followers. He gets it to Coble off balance jumper, no good. Lena gets the rebound. 15 seconds to go, should be the last attempt here for Miller North. T. Lo Kang with it. They'll get it into the corner to McCrary. Kicks it back out to Kang with five. His three-pointer is going to be blocked up top by Sam Straka. And that is the basketball game. The test is passed by Drake Baronic's Carney Bearcats by a final score of 63-42. Back with the new West Post Game Show right after this. Five Points Bank. We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring and being involved in the community and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. The bank with a true Kearney connection. Good things will happen. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. They treat all surgical and non-surgical orthopedic and sports medicine needs. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Call New West Sports Medicine today at 308-865-2570 to schedule your appointment. That's 308-865-2570. And welcome back to Millard North again. Thanks to Athletic Director Chad Zimmerman and the folks here. Carney High splits the doubleheader. The girls right in it until the final moments fall 42-35. to And the boys blew the water, blew the doors off this one in the first quarter. It looked like it was going to be a tough game. Millard North came out, kind of controlled. I mean, it was only the first two minutes, and it was only 2 to nothing. but everything was going North's way. Then all of a sudden, Carter Larson got his second foul. Carney had a couple of steals off a couple of buckets, hit the three, went up eight to two, and never looked back. They were up twenty-two to six at the end of one. 
They were up 32-8 to midway through the second quarter and end up winning it 63-42. Millard North did get it back to 12, but that's as close as they would get. This is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. We will take a look at all the final numbers and chat with Coach Drake Baronic right after this timeout. It's a new day here at Long John Silver's. Together we're charting a new course forward. How? It's more than great-tasting, sustainably harvested seafood. We're bringing a renewed energy to better restaurant and guest experiences, fun and innovative new meal options, and, of course, great value. We're glad you're on the journey with us. If you haven't stopped by lately, we hope you will. We'll be happy to see you and hope you and your family enjoy a seafood meal that will have you ringing the captain's bell on your way out. Long John Silver's, South 2nd Avenue in Kearney. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. And welcome back to the New West postgame show. Let's go ahead and take a look at the final numbers of the ball game. First off for Millard North. They had a total of seven players score, two get into double figures. Jake Rushoff, six points, two rebounds. Court Tock, two points, two rebounds. Brett Porter, ten points, two rebounds. Nick Farinini, who averages 17.5 to lead his team, got 14 points tonight. Eleven of those were in the second half. He started to warm up when he hit three threes. He had one rebound. Nick Edwards, two rebounds. Jack Begley had two points and two rebounds. Carter Larson battling the foul problem, six points, five rebounds. And Ben Lena comes in in the last couple of minutes, two points and a rebound. Ten rebounds in the first half, seven in the second. Free throw shooting, one of one in the first half, one of two in the second half. That has to be one of the surprising numbers for being the taller team, thinking you were going to be able to get it inside with some early foul troubles and it just wasn't meant to be. Three-point shooting for the Mustangs, one of seven in the first half, but five of nine in the second half. They hit their first four to start the third quarter, which got things interesting. Turnovers, seven in the first half, six in the first half, and six in the second half. 16 points at halftime, 26 in the second half for the Millard North Mustangs, and they are held to 42 points. That's the second fewest all year. They got beat by Papillion La Vista, 59 41 tonight, 42 points, 17 rebounds, two out of three at the free throw line, six of 16 from three point land, and 12 turnovers. The eighth ranked Mustangs are now eight and four on the season. And as we said, they will be at home next week to take on Millard West Friday and Lincoln Southeast Saturday. We'll look at the numbers for the Bearcats and talk with Coach Drake Baronic right after this on the New West Post Game Show. The Midwinter Cabin Fever Reliever is here. The 10th Annual Heartland Hoops Classic, February 11th, with eight hand-picked quality high school basketball matchups, including Papillion La Vista versus Sunrise Christian Academy, a nationally known team out of Wichita. Area teams include Grand Island Central Catholic, Gothenburg, York, St. Cecilia, and Aurora. Get day-long admission for one low price at Ticketmaster. The Heartland Hoops Classic. First tip-off at 9 a.m. Feature game tip-off at 9.15 p.m. Saturday, February 11th. Be there. 
For food that'll make you stand up and cheer, head to Fanatics. Start with traditional appetizers like mozzarella or breadsticks, or add a little spice to your life with jalapeno poppers. And don't forget the famous wings you can enjoy as appetizers or as a meal itself. Bite into their huge selection of burgers, pizzas, calzones, or sandwiches. With over 30 HDTVs, the bullpen, and their new party room, there's something always going on at Fanatics. Food that will make you stand up and cheer. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney. You're listening to the New West Post Game Show on Classic Hits 98.9, PlatteRiverPreps.com, KKPRFM, Kearney, Wood River, Minden. Let's take a look at the final numbers for Kearney High. Six players scored today. Remember back in the third quarter, we said Techmeyer got a three, but they only put up a two. Well, eventually that was changed to a three-pointer. So uh, Jake Techmeyer uh, hits four three-pointers in the game, three of those in the first quarter. He ends up with 19 points and a rebound. Trey Clevenger, two points, one rebound. Uh, Ryan Koski, six points, seven rebounds, and a block. And really, Clevenger and Koski played some great defense up top tonight. Brant Barth hit a late three. Sam Straka had a block shot. Shiloh Robinson, 21 points, 14 rebounds, and a block shot. So in the last two games for uh, Shiloh Robinson, he ends up the weekend with 43 points, 25 rebounds, and two block shots over the last two games. Cannon Coster, 12 points, seven rebounds, and a block in the game tonight. Carney had 21 rebounds in the first half, 9 in the second. Free throw shooting 4 of 5 in the first, 7 of 11 in the second half. Three-point shooting 3 of 8 in the first half, and then 3 of 4 in the second half. Turnovers 6 in the first half, and 7 in the second half. Carney High had 35 points at halftime. They're able to score 31 in the second half. Let's uh, amend that, 28 excuse me, in the second half. And they will finish with 63 points, 30 rebounds, 11 out of 16 at the free throw line, 6 of 12 from three-point land, four block shots, and 13 turnovers. Carney has now won seven of their last eight to improve to eight and four on the season with a 63-42 win this afternoon and into this evening down here at Millard North. For Carney High, they will go to Lincoln Southwest, who is uh, struggling a little bit. They entered the weekend at uh, 4 and 8, not counting this weekend's games. And then they will be uh, home on Saturday against Lincoln East. The boys' game against Southwest will tip around 7.30 because the girls goes at 5.45 Friday, the doubleheader on ESPN 14.60 on Saturday, Friday and Saturday. Then they return home Lincoln East 5.15 and 7 o'clock next Saturday night. They'll be back down here in the Metro in two weekends to play Omaha Westside and Lincoln High. But, folks, we talked about it uh, coming into last night's game. For Kearney High, you bracket what is their next seven basketball games starting next weekend. And the only team with a winning record is Lincoln East. They've got Southwest, Westside, Lincoln High on the road, Hastings and Grand Island at home, and then at Papio South. And, again, as we said last night, doesn't mean that they're all chalk-up wins, but uh, that's what they have in front of them. We'll talk with Coach Drake Baronic and wrap things up as the Bearcats win at 63-42 right after this. The University of Nebraska at Kearney is ready to make a difference for you. Here, you'll get a quality education and graduate on time with less debt. 
you'll also have an unforgettable college experience. Join a club, become a leader, make a real difference for yourself and others. Choosing the right college is a big decision. Trust your future with people who care about your success. Choose the University of Nebraska at Kearney because we are difference makers. Visit unk.edu and schedule a campus visit today. I can't get this darn radio to tune into the game. You know, Dad, you can just listen to the game on the computer at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Yeah, and I'm sure they want my credit card to pay per minute for something I could get for free if I could just get this radio to work. Actually, thanks to Barney Insurance, they stream free online. You can even download a podcast shortly after the game wraps up. Oh, sounds easy enough. What was the web address again? PlatteRiverPreps.com Trey Brodick joins us here on the post-game show, brought to you by New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery. And Wow, Drake, uh, what a performance. Uh, this this looks like some teams I've seen over the years at a variety of places you've been. Uh, I thought the first two minutes, uh, Millard North was going to come out and make a statement. The problem was they only made one bucket, and then uh, you got the big guy in foul trouble. You talked about that. I can't remember which game it was last week that you were trying to get an opponent in foul trouble, and it, it, it happened too late uh, for, for it to be beneficial. And it didn't seem like they were able to do much inside. Uh, what was the key to the victory here? You know, just I think that's a sign of a team that's starting to understand how to play the game of basketball. Um, you know, identifying guys that we need to get in foul trouble, making good plays and stepping in, taking charges, getting guys and boxing them out, getting them over the back, um, being in position on different things. So, um, you know, just it shows the growth of our program right now. And, uh, how we're learning to understand how to play, you know, some high-quality basketball. And, man, it's fun. I'll take a look at uh, some of the stats there from the first quarter for you. I mean, it's always helpful when you knock down some shots, too. And Jake knocking down three threes in the first quarter. I mean, the third one, Farinini, you could just see him look at the bench and say words that you're not supposed to say on the air. But, you know, it's just one of those, like, I can't guard him much better, and he's knocking him down on us. You know, if he gets confident here – and gets ready to knock down some shots, we become pretty tough to guard. We really do, and he's pretty good at getting to the rim, but if he can stretch the floor a little bit um, and get him to play up on him a little closer, you know, everybody can become a lot quicker. You know, that's why guys like me can play because I can get a you know, shot fake and then drive on a guy because I'm not very fast. But um, So, yeah, Jake, we've been waiting for that all year long for him to just play comfortable, and you saw him play comfortable tonight, and uh, that's a credit to him and his teammates and, and um, you know, working and continuing to uh, pursue Shiloh uh, has had a heck of a weekend and just a monster night. Now, again, two or three of those he creates, but uh, he, he works, and you guys made a lot of great pass, a lot of assists tonight for your yep, ball club. Yep, our guys are understanding. I mean, again, just shows the understanding. And uh, Shiloh's been playing well. Teams are trying to take him away on some different things, and we've got some counters to it. And uh, our guys are continuing to look for it. And the reason why he's scoring is because he's doing his work early. Uh, early on in the year, you know, he's trying to bang, 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 dribble, 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 wait, wait, wait. And now he's just really getting comfortable and using his length, going with quick moves and uh, finishing around the rim. And like I said yesterday, I mean, that's a lot of credit to Coach Moran. We've been doing a lot more um, guard post breakdown things. And since we've been doing that, he's kind of been taking off. So um, it's a credit to Shallow too, though, because he just works his tail off. He wants to be such a good basketball player. He's got a great heart. He's an awesome kid. And uh, it's really a joy to coach that guy because um, he's always wanting to learn. What can I do better? What can I do different? And, uh, you know, that's it's awesome. You could almost sense in the last two minutes of the first half, even though you guys at, at a point were up 24, that Millard North 
did a couple of things to go into the locker room that finally shook off the, the bad things that had been going on about the first 12 minutes. And they start hitting the threes. They cut it to 12. They really take Shiloh down. I mean, he had 18 in the first half and only three in the second half. What did you see about what they did there to, to kind of trim that down? I know you guys helped them out with a couple turnovers. Right. But what else did you see? You know, they threw a little pressure at us, and um, I thought we handled it a ton better in the second half. Um, we were a little bit more confident, a little bit more patient and poised, and um, had had some ball fakes. And, um, you know, the first half we just kind of got scared. And I think, you know, we've had some leads like that, and then teams kind of come back on us. It's, it's happened quite a few times. And, uh, you know, we kind of get out of our pressure on defense, and then everybody just kind of looks around like, oh, here we go again, here we go again. And to be able to weather that thing and keep it double-digit lead and uh, put it back to 20, uh, was a huge testament and I think a, a great growth for our kids and uh, you know hopefully give us some confidence when teams go on runs now the other thing is when, when you've got lead you can't give up threes and if you do they got to be contested tough threes um, I'd rather a team come down and you know take a tough two every time down and, and instead of just chucking some threes that were one pass shots or whatever so we got to guard a little bit better when they're on runs and be a little smarter but you knew Farini or whatever his name is was going to take off. Um, it's just a matter of time, and um, luckily we weathered the storm and, and came out on top. As good as all this is, uh, the way that uh, Cannon Coster has been scoring for you the last two years, uh, he this weekend didn't have to score. Sometimes that a leading score that'll get in his psyche a little bit. What are you seeing from him here since the Christmas break? Uh, being okay, it looks like being calm out there, yep. passing up some shots even from time to time. Yeah, you know, his release tonight was as smooth as I've seen it all year long. I really thought he was just going to tear the rim off with some of those shots. And, uh, you know, all four of his misses were all but down. I mean, think about that. If he, if he adds three of those things, and they rattled around mm-hmm. two, three times, and they came out, and they're all great shots. Um, so you add that to the mix, and we have 50 at half. So, um, you know, I think uh, he has been a little bit more tentative as far as ripping that thing, but he's been getting banged on the entire first half of the year. He's had another guy coming at him, and uh, what's been really cool is I think he's becoming more of a complete player. Um, the way he defensive rebounded tonight, um, there's been a stretch here where he's had four-plus assists a game, and uh, to be able to develop a, a way of getting other people around him better uh, we all know he can score. I want to see him get better at other things so he becomes the best complete player he can be, and I think we're seeing that now. We've got to find a way to continue to get him aggressive and um, you know, take a reversal drive and, and, and not let up on the defense. Sometimes he's a little bit passive on some of that stuff and just lets defense off the hook, but uh, you know, I, I'm not worried whatsoever. When If, if we're winning games and Canada's scoring 12, then then we've got other guys stepping up, and we're going to be an even tougher team to beat uh, here in the next couple of weeks. We talked about, uh, and you talked about this being a test. They passed it. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> we, we had three, two questions we wanted to get answered over there uh, before the game, and, uh, you know, it was how can we handle success? How are we going to handle success? Um, it's easy to handle failure. Um, everybody tries harder when there's failure, but when you're, when you're in a run and you're playing well, um, sometimes you kind of get comfortable. And we can't get comfortable. And um, I think our guys kind of made it known today. Hey, we're gonna keep. We're not. We're not satisfied. And uh, we've got to continue to find a way to get into practice and get great habits and continue to push and uh, continue to climb each week. So the other question was, how tough are we? Are we tough enough to be able to play a tough emotional game on a Friday night and then drive drive all the way to Millard and go beat a really quality basketball team on the road? And uh, we answered that. And you can always tell how tough a team is based on how we rebounded. 
and we smacked him on the glass, just smacked him. And Miller North prides himself on being tough in all sports. Yeah. Um, and uh, we just we destroyed him on the glass. I was so proud of our guys. All right, Drake, uh, let's get home before yeah, we it gets get, nasty. Uh, huh? Yep, ice is coming. Let's get out of here. See you next week. All right, we'll see you, brother. Thanks for the coverage. You bet, buddy. Drake Baronic. Bearcats win it, and they win it pretty impressive, folks. This is the most impressive win of the year for the Carney Bearcats, as he said, uh, getting the job done on the glass, 30-17 to 17 on the glass. Carney, as he said, now they just don't slip up. Six of the next, five of the next six, uh, six of the next seven are against teams that have sub-500 records. But next week at Lincoln Southwest and home against East, Friday and Saturday on ESPN Radio. You've been listening. To the New West, Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery Postgame Show, certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Millard North wins the girls' game by a score of 42-35. to 35. Alexis Mishu had 14 for the Bearcats. And the Millard North boys also score 42, but they fall 63-42. to 42. 21 points, 14 rebounds for Shiloh Robinson, 19 for Jake Techmeyer, 12.7 boards for Cannon Coster. Again, our next basketball action here on Classic Hits is Tuesday night with Minden traveling to St. Paul. Thursday, high school wrestling at Kearney High at Columbus. For our producer-engineer, Stacy Johns, I'm Doug Duda. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, everyone, and good night from Miller North. The proceeding has been a KKPR Sports production, brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at kkpr.com.